I'm ready to go. I'm itching to go. My dog's also itchy. She just keeps scratching that fat belly. But let's get to it. Shane, hit us with that cold open. On this cable system, we receive over 1 million channels from the furthest reaches of the galaxy. You got HBO? No, that would cost extra. Now let's give it up for Table 5! Ah, 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 Table 5, Table 5, ah, 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 Table 5! Well, this one's coming out in October, so it makes sense to get a little... Get a little Kang and Kodo sitting there for the Halloween time. I gotta ask you, how far... I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be all of them. How far have you gone into the depths of Treehouse? Uh, I have not watched the season 33, but I'm caught up all the way to season 32. So essentially till October of 2021 is when you're most caught up, right? Yeah, I think the the latest one to come out is season 33, I think. Uh, Um, Are we on 34 now? 2023, 34? I checked on Disney Plus and Wiki. I don't think 34 is out yet. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure. Oh, you mean like the actual Treehouse episode you're talking about? Oh, like the actual yes, episode, yes, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 Okay, I see what you mean. So you've seen everything up until basically that you can see, right? Yeah, in terms of Treehouse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, all of them. So I've actually, up until recently, I had never seen beyond, I think it was like Treehouse 13 or 14. It's the one where Bart has the golem, you know, the one where he puts the notes oh yeah sure so i I remember seeing that one yeah yeah. when i was a kid but beyond that i hadn't seen any of them and i gotta say like i i got to i think around season 20 21 i just felt like doing this to say ah you know what the heck Uh, by the time we get to season 20 we'll be like 40 so i was like well let's just let me give it a try i gotta say let let me down really letting me down do you feel the same way i will say first did you like the golem episode that's okay it's not bad yeah, I it was I didn't really care for it. Um, it was yeah, but I will say the trios of horror picks up around season like twenty eight. So it it gets it kind of has like a, a rejuvenation, resurrection. Yeah, I, I would say some of the worst Chris, uh, Christmas, the worst Simpsons years, are pretty much like from season twenty to twenty four. I feel like that's like the worst. Okay, because I, I don't know. I just feel like they were they were either totally miffed on ideas, like it was, nothing was just coming to mind, or they wanted to do episodes, um, but they couldn't find a general story. Like it wouldn't fit into the, the the general like a regular episode. Like even for uh, the the wackiness of the Simpsons universe, it still wouldn't really make sense. And what I mean by that is, I watched a Treehouse where uh, I think I told you about this one, where the one where Maggie gets accidentally shrunk into the pill that Mr. Burns ends up taking. Uh, oh, yeah. It's essentially the... a Magic School Bus parody. And it's like, well, that's not really... A tr- Why is this in Treehouse of Horror? Like, it, it doesn't, <laughs> It's not scary at all. It's just like a, like a Magic School Bus parody, like I said. And so it doesn't really yeah. fit into the general world. So it seems like somebody pitched that. They thought, oh, this could work. But then they stuck in yeah. the Treehouse episode because they had no idea what to do with it. So... I've been I've been a little bit um, a little bit sad with. Uh, um, I would say give it five more. <laughs> give it five. Yeah, I think I'm on like trios twenty. Also, it's it's interesting to note how long they went without actually calling it trios of horror. Like it was just the Simpsons Halloween special in the title, like in, in the actual yes. episode, right? Um, 
I did suggest to you that one um, episode that is not a Treehouse episode. But it, um, but it's actually like a Halloween episode. Yes, like it, that was good. Right. I actually like that. I'm gonna mm. have to. I'm gonna have to go to that one. Um, before we get into this episode, though, which is a, a fun one in general, because it's kind of poking fun at a lot of stupid TV and their dumb catchphrases. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Benji at Benjopo12 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave us a very nice message, um, saying that uh, you know the, the poor guy's been recovering from a concussion, uh, and he's been listening to our episodes. Uh, basically binge through the, our entire series over the past uh, five days, past week or so. Appreciate it. And so I just want to say thank you, Benji, and let's give him uh, – uh, he's talking about season six, and his five favorite episodes are uh, You Only Move Twice, not specifically mm-hmm. season six, just in general. You Only Move yep. Twice, which might be the greatest episode of all time, Itchy sure, and Scratchy yeah. Land. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. That's probably one of my top five, yeah. Yep, Homer Badman, uh, Weekend mm-hmm. at Burnsies, a very underrated episode, Weekend at Burnsies, and uh, Bart's Comet. All fantastic episodes. Um, we will get to those eventually, Benji. But just I uh, wanted to give you a quick shout out to, uh, to to you and hope you get well soon and you're back at 100%. And uh, that's why we do this, right? Like we're just a couple of fans who are doing it. Oh, yeah. Them. Glad that we could, you know, help out. Like yeah. he's got a concussion. He's in bed. Um, he can't watch TV because of his concussion. So like, yeah. Exactly. If we can provide some some ear entertainment, why not? Yeah, like we'll get to the whole uh, Willy Wonka Basset Hound um, type uh, gathering that we're going to have, and you know that'll bring some f- you know physical joy. If people will be able to do that. Uh, we're still about five hundred thousand dollars short of getting that up and running. We're getting yeah, there though, for sure. But, but uh, we're, we've been doing well. Our, our polls have been you know. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Honestly, uh, indeed, indeed. The the amount of analytics that we've had, like although they may seem small to other like. I, it's every month it's better and that's all you can ask yeah exactly so just uh everyone like benji thank you so much for listening benji was always. actually one of my dog's names too growing up so shout out to benji <laughs> you ever see that movie malcolm in the middle Life? yeah that's that's what he was named after oh, was, the, the benji that? movie yeah. I don't really remember. yeah doesn't he get hit by a car um, in that benji yeah it's a sad movie yeah, i think it is, yeah it is really sad. it's like that uh, movie where macaulay culkin dies oh yeah he's in the, in the, he's in the, he's in the, the rated r home alone Oh, sorry. No, no, oh, one, yeah. Remember the um, one where the kid ca- he can't see without his glasses. Yes, you know what yes. I'm about, that right? was. Um, it's not Richie yeah, that's Rich, like right? a child. Isn't that like a romance or like a like a child love story or something like that? Yeah. The, like, don't they get married and he dies or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember um, what the movie's. Back on like. a happier note, though. So we were, we were talking about The Simpsons and how you know later seasons, you know, they're not they're just not as good. They just don't have the same kind of feel. On the Simpsons subreddit, a question was asked, bonus points, name your favorite episodes after season 15. And the number one comment was Sleeping with the Enemy, Marge Gamer, Sex Pies and Idiot Scrapes, Trios of Horror Double X. So maybe check that one out, Nick. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Politically in Annette with Homer Simpson, How I Wet Your Mother, The Saga of Carl... Bart's new friend, the town, pixelated and afraid, and trios of horror triple X I I I. Now, how many of those have you? How many of those have you seen? Only the trios of horrors. Just the trios of horrors. Okay, gotcha. So, I, I guess there are some, you know, the ones that Shane just listed there. Go and check those out, because uh, I haven't seen any of those. So those might be a couple that I might just throw on because we, we who knows when we'll get to those on on this series right so i might uh, i might give those a check also if you're going to check something out if you're in the durham area 
uh, in Whitby or Oshawa, go please check out our good friends at Crave Donuts. We had uh, co-owner Jeremy Black on last episode. Uh, they're the best donuts in the world. I can't say anything like Mr. Black. Mr. Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the donuts are delicious. We, uh, we Canadian Thanksgiving, it was a hit. Yes, Canadian Thanksgiving. They uh, they were a hit with my family, with your family. Uh, I'm sure there were thousands, maybe across the uh, the Durham region, GTA area, that probably had the same uh, Thanksgiving story. So yes, please go check out Crave Donuts and go check them out on Instagram to see what weekly specials that they have coming in. Um, now, so I said a few minutes ago that this is like one of the ones that they're kind of jabbing at TV in general for like stupid catchphrases and, you know, people get over them after a while. Like, where's the beef? I think that's referenced in this episode or maybe a different episode, the, the old Wendy's commercial, the West, where's the beef lady. Um, oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are there actually any good TV catchphrases that you can think of? Do you have any that come to mind? Oh, it's got to be Bazinga, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, I thought you were serious there for a second. No, I would have, I would have left. Yeah, I just would have left. No. You could have done the episode yourself. Okay, thank God you were joking. Um, See, if, I, you know what? I can't really think of one that is like amazing. Uh, the only, they're all corny, right? Yeah. Um, we're leaving out cartoons, right? No, you can go with cartoons, I guess. Oh yeah, but Abadoo's pretty awesome, right? Is that a catchphrase? Is that, is that a catchphrase? He says, yeah, but I would do all the time. I, I guess know. it is then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't I really thought about that. Um, or I Hate Mondays, Garfield, not bad. This would this this list would have been so much easier if it was just live action because I would have told you, no, none of the live action is, is cool. Yeah, I guess, you know, Garfield, yeah, I hadn't really been thinking of, I think in my mind I was thinking only live action stuff. Um, one of the... Yeah, I think it's easier if we do live act because like even Charlie Brown, like Good Grief, that's a good one. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's some decent ones when it comes to animation. I was thinking the only one I could think of that I kind of liked for live action stuff was from Arrested Development. Whenever somebody, usually Job, would say, "I've made a huge mistake," uh, like those ones were always pretty good. But I'm more of a running gags person. Like I like uh, even something simple like um, in the first couple of seasons. Then they referenced only very little after because they didn't want to they didn't want to overplay it was in modern family when the the step on modern family and phil or somebody got to fix that step like um i i like running running gags and callbacks like do you was bazinga ever actually funny like i don't remember actually being there you know that show is very popular made a lot of money so i assume a lot of people found that endearing or comforting to hear bazinga i i guess i guess it kind of reminds me like somebody's you're right. Somebody's watching it. A lot of people are watching it because, um, you know, I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get friends either, though, right? Like people, uh, people love. I love the, me some friends. That's, I know. I'm literally in the middle of watching it for like the eighth time. Like the the lobster thing and the turkey on the head and the pivot. Oh yeah. Like I don't find it funny, but somebody's got to find it funny, right? So that's why it's you know. friends. I think is what top three shows of all time in terms of like overall gross. I, I, that sounds right. It has to be. It, it has to be, right? Uh, I'm so assuming. Nick, were they on a break or what? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> okay. On, yeah. We got to get, we got to get going on the episode here because Shane, he got me going. He got me all riled up when I thought he was being serious about Bazinga. Now he's getting me, right. trying to get me yeah. going on the Friends references, which, no, I didn't. My wife's tried that. That ain't happening. We're, that's, that ship has definitely sailed. So let's go on to, um, Bart gets famous. We've kind of had a bit of a trend of like underrating episodes and then it turns out it's better. And then the very next episode, I think bias is clouding us a bit and it's not as good. 
Um, right. Mine was definitely really high for Homer the Vigilante. I served with a 9.7. Ended up a 9.2. It wasn't bad, but it was more story-driven than joke-driven. Um, but the story was very strong. You went just slightly down from a 9.2 to a 9. Uh, we're still in that area where everything's an A, pretty much. Um, this episode, yeah, it's I... not bad. Yeah, exactly, right? This episode I loved because it reminded me of... Um, it just reminded me of going on class trips and stuff in school. And uh, the the opening to this episode, I think, is the best part. The first act is just friggin' fantastic. Um, it's so good that I don't think the general story afterward is as good because it, it almost can't be. Because it's just... There's some great misdirections. And the overall lameness of the tour that they go on is just fantastic. Plus, the, um, the kind of self awareness i guess the catchphrases are dumb is kind of a a decent story yeah. and it kind of poking fun at themselves of how big bart is so uh overall i think this is a very strong episode i'm going to go with a 9.5 what about yourself it has the box factory so yeah. i'm going to meet you there at 9.5 yeah that yeah. and i remember watching this as a kid being like i almost wanted to go on this tour because of how bad it was like it's one of those so bad that it's good type of dealios you know what i mean uh yeah the the writing for the box factory was just brilliant uh, but mind you they the writers are really good at um like the duff beer factory tour like that was great too yeah poking fun at stuff and whatnot is always um is always He's pretty fun in charge of quality control oh, yeah like how so like how did they come up with that like that is and i wonder if somebody maybe went on uh, a tour like this back when they were kids like in the 60s the 70s uh, and this kind of inspired it. Maybe they went on a really crappy tour, and that's, you know, partially inspired by that. So uh, let's see. I, I have very, very fond memories of this episode. We both love the beginning. Let's see if it holds up to that 9.5. We'll get to Bart Gets Famous after a word from our sponsor. Donuts, Simpsons, Simpsons, Donuts. It just goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know what, Shane? It really does. And for the best donuts in the world, you got to check out Crave Donuts. They've got locations in Oshawa and Whitby, Ontario. And these Simpsons-loving donut bakers, they're creating some of the most delicious treats imaginable. They've got a year-round menu with the likes of a cosmic brownie donut, a churro cruller. They've even got the Simpsons-inspired pink vanilla sprinkle. Yeah, and there's a rotating menu inspired by each season. In the fall, they've got apple pie, pumpkin spice cheesecake. Doesn't that sound delicious? That sounds absolutely amazing. To top it all off, there's weekly specials. They've got some surprises each and every week, so keep an eye on that. Open Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their website, CraveDonuts.com, as well as their Instagram for all the details. Trust us. If you're in the GTA, go hit up Crave, because you're going to end up with a belly full of goodness. It's probably going to cause you to make some sounds sound a little like this. Here we go, Bart Gets Famous. Came out back on February 3rd, 1994. Uh, number one song in North America was All For Love by a, a super group of sappy, usually sappy, singers. Um, which three singers came together for All For Love? Can you guess it, Shane? I don't, uh, I don't even know the song. No, all male, they're all male. Oh, sorry. Whitney Houston. No. Um, I don't know. Uh, Give me one. Give me one of the three. <sighs> I Who would do that? Yeah, um, so one of the singers was really big in the 70s, one really big in the 80s, and one who was really big in the 90s. And he's Canadian. Is, uh, is Vanilla Ice there? No, not even close. No, he should be. He should that would have been good PR. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I just I don't care for artists at all. Rod Stewart, Sting, and Brian Adams. Fair enough. Um, I listen to people's music and respect that they can make great music, but I just do not retain who they are. <laughs> we uh, fair. We talked about this in the last episode, but the the, the lighting here like the it's way too bright yeah it's a little bright the house is very 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 purple we're having a field trip today also i like the couch gag too when they kind of mush together like play-doh i'm sorry yeah non-toxic by the way non-toxic it's weird that like Lisa's class doesn't go, but like Ralph, I'm 99% sure Ralph is on the field trip and he's in Lisa's oh, class. Oh, that would be quite continuity. What do you think of these chairs? Oh, the slanty chairs that like you sit yeah. in the slant and your knees go into the, I don't like those. It's almost like a church pew. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> gory for a regular episode. And now, Principal Skinner will tell us where we'll be going. Lisa kind of reminds me of Manny from Modern Family in terms of their overall being old souls. Now, class, I wonder who among you can tell me. For your Modern Family fans out there, <laughs> which there are many. <laughs> Imagine you're ten years old and you finally get a chance to mm-hmm. get that rare opportunity to leave the classroom and either learn something or see something really cool, and you go to a box factory. Like who? Can... <sighs> Brilliant. I'm pretty sure Schwartzwelder came up with this. That's a Schwartzwelder joke, too. Bart's imagination. So and that poor kid in the back. Looks so sad. Lewis, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's real bummed out. Also, look at Bart's portable TV. Where is... The... Where does his family afford to get him that? They probably have a deal with the school. Oh, to watch like, TV? Yeah, bring your... Bring your... Oh, you mean the uh, yeah? The bring trip, your yeah. entire class here, yeah. Boy Town fireworks Firework testing, testing range. range. Oh my gosh! Oh, the slide factor. I I wanted that to be real so badly when I was a kid. <laughs> Man, it, it looks like a box. It looks like something you'd see. It looks run very down. similar to what Bart and Milhouse end up getting. Yeah, it does. It it does look like the factory. Maybe it is. Maybe it that is. would be cool lore. A small business loan into a thriving paper goods concern is a long and interesting one. And here it is. <laughs> it all began with the filing of Form 637-A, <laughs> the application for a small business or farm. Many interesting and important things have been put into boxes over the years. I love this guy. The, the, the droll voice, too. Oh, yeah. oh so good. I love how into the, the interesting things that go into these boxes, including other boxes. We don't assemble them here. That's done in Flint, Michigan. Have any of the workers ever had their hands cut off by the machinery? No. And then the hands started crawling around and tried to strangle everybody? No, that has never happened. And he popped eyeballs. I'm not sure what kind of factory you're thinking of. We just make boxes here. This room is the most popular. I love how they don't even make the boxes. They just no, it's like they do ship them ones. flat. Yes, yeah. But with one important difference. Oh, we took oh. that out. 
Yes, it is just. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's such a great misdirect. That's just a TV studio where they film Krusty the Clown and other non-box related programs. What do you think it was? What do you think it used to, to be there for? I'll just shut these. Um. A Hawaiian Punch water fountain. Oh man, that's way too. From Mr. Deeds. I was gonna say like vending machine that had like it advertised like seven different kinds of drinks, but it only had two. Or it was just little boxes in it. I love this guy's office too because it has no window and it's just like you can see he's there. You can tell just from like his his office and his. It's like he lives in a box. Yeah, he he lives in a box. Good point. Now they're this is hundred percent sports welder here too. Well, it's oh yeah, this is the typical like prison movie. Except with a twist. Yeah, because sports welder. He says, "Ah, screw this." Just walks out the door. Exit. Man, they did such a good job in the subtleties too of the the, the box factory, like the the drywall being broken in places and stuff like that. Well then, go right in, sir. <laughs> oh no, Ralph's not there. I'm thinking of the time when they go to the chocolate factory and Bart has to stay back. I've done all I can do. We'd better call his parents. Just a minute. <laughs> You'll have to speak up. She's wearing a towel. Yeah, see, Homer need to say that. Oh man, that's so such good. an iconic line. So that's such a great line. Such a like it takes you. I love how Schwarzwelder's jokes take you to a spot like in the mind. Like, what is going on here? Like, why is Homer wearing a towel? Like, I want to know the story behind that. I'm sorry, I'm really not comfortable with this evening. I love it. It's the same entire gags, isn't it? I mean, let's give the audience some credit. How about a giant mousetrap? I love it. Action! I love Bumblebee, man. And the thing is, like, there's there's a kind of a stereotype in general, Bumblebee, man, but if you've ever watched, like, Mexican TV, if you've ever been in Mexico... And watch it, that there are things that actually look like that. It's not that far off, even to this day. Honestly, that's just quality entertainment. It is. I know that Homer thinks that Bart is a box because the hat is on the box. See, Bart is eating a donut here, but they're not as good as Crave Donuts. Technically, he's eating a Danish. That's true. But still, not as good. Krusty in the background looked like he was complaining about the donuts. <laughs> I did intern at a radio uh, TV um, station, and uh, yeah, this that's a real thing that happens. I, I did as well, and uh, yeah, there are some things like this that will happen, like petty, stupid crap. It's not that far off. I stole it from Kent Brockman. Great. He didn't touch it, did he? No. And even then, he didn't. Why is Krusty so concerned that Kent Brockman touched? Who knows? Maybe he knows yeah, who knows? What's stuff? going on there? Another one of those things that takes you to another uh, avenue of what is going on in Simpsons. You, you feel like this episode it could go anywhere. It really could because there are so many. We start off at a box factory, and now we're in. You know, we're in the show, of like the, the stage where Krusty films all his stuff. Yeah. The transit. This. This. The. Um. The transition of it. It just. It works perfectly. Like, it doesn't feel disjointed. Oh, this is a good callback. This is a reference to that, is it the Coca-Cola commercial? Yeah, Super Bowl, Mean Joe Green. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. 
Yeah, that sounds cool, but you probably don't want to be an assistant to a big star. But I don't care. I don't read the news until I get my game in. <laughs> Go ahead, try to find a replacement. <laughs> and thanks for coming out. Tidal wave in Kuala Lumpur has killed 120 people. See, I'd actually watch the news if somebody like Bumblebee Man hosted. Oh yeah, I don't He's want your entertaining. yeah serious button down. I love how they did a great job too of Homer's face. Like he realized how stupid he was to think that Bart was a box. Sounds horrible. But for now, I got a job in the show business. From now on, I'll be helping Krusty the Clown after school. Mm, oh, no, Barney, you're only ten. I got a weekend job helping the poor, and I'm only eight. <laughs> That's not a job. It's a waste of time. <laughs> what can poor oh, God, so mean. <laughs> what satisfaction you get from helping him? None. Who wants to help poor people anyway? Nobody. That might be the most <laughs> villainous thing Homer ever yeah, says Yeah, the that's terrible thing that Homer, yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone in high school, you have to have mandatory. Yeah, 40 hours. Community yeah. Oh, yeah, the monkey! Oh, I forgot this was in this one. <laughs> Go for the <laughs> Perfect. Homer's mind taking him elsewhere. Just great. What's going on in the background here, too? Is she trying to get Mr. Teeny to jump through the hoop? I guess. Don't listen to him, kid. This is a dream factory. The birthplace of magic and enchantment. It's not. <laughs> exactly. What did Krusty do? Your guess? Is it? Is it? What end did it come out of? Up or, uh, up or down? Down. Yeah, probably with a syringe on the floor. That sounds about right. Ah, that used to be a thing. You'd be watching one program, and the news would make it half and half yeah. during the credits. Yeah. Split like this somehow. The worst for that was Peachtree TV. Forty channel forty-seven here, right? Uh, was it 47? Yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could you imagine if some kid came to your house and just hammered you right in the gut, but your dad was sitting in the background and just does nothing about it? Yeah. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Probably because his dad's a drunk. <laughs> Funny thing is, that actually is very good advice. Hmm. Sure, kid, get in line. <laughs> I love how Krusty's just sitting there with nobody else around him, but people are still getting an autograph from Bart. Like, they know it's not <laughs> Krusty. There. Yeah. The, meaning the signatures are worth nothing. Yeah, it's just nothing. Look at that old-timey cell phone, too. My mom had one of those back on this time. Random clue reference. I wish I was dead. Hmm. 
cheese in this sandwich. Surely you know I'm lactose intolerant. Sorry. Yeah, see, this doesn't make sense, because even if you're lactose, like, if you spit it out, it's not going to make you sick. No, it's not. And it's not It's not like you throw up if you're lactose. It's usually just some gas. Yeah. Uh, but you can take a lactate. I do like how it, Mel's just yelling from throwing up in the <laughs> toilet, though. It's brilliant. As someone who is also lactose intolerant, you just gotta power through. Your body will adapt. Yeah, you dump some ass and you carry on. I am waiting for a bus. See, even this, like, where was this? Oh, okay, well, yeah, Krusty says, but, like, I almost kind of want to see Barkit just hit with pies for five minutes, because that's always Krusty's solution. Just hot pies. Because it is kind of funny. See, somebody just get hit it with is, food. It is, yeah. And you know what? It is kind of funny, like, yeah. the first time. It really is. And like show business, though, they just milk it. You ring the chamois dry, as always, just like us with the, oh, yeah. the Coke Nails Grandpa. You ring the chamois until there is no chamois no more. That's true. Crusty <laughs> class act. Oh, yeah. See, and this is like straight Big Bang. Like, sh I remember when they debuted the Bazinga, but then this is basically what they did with it. They just ran into the ground with. Stupidity. Yeah, kind of. It's a huge step back. He only knocked over a vase. Ming vase, though. This is true. Those, they look like straight out of 1991. Oh, yeah. Totally <laughs> gone. It's crazy that like this is kind of talking about how things quickly go viral in 1994. That's true, like, yeah. They nailed it before the internet too, yeah. Well, internet was around. It was just in that early days where you really, really didn't know no. what to click on. True. And it would just. It's either, Most people didn't have access to internet. It's either computer virus or worse computer virus. This is the third time that this building has burned down. I was just trying to download Hey Ya. The Outcast song. Yeah. That's apparently the most downloaded song ever. I would have never guessed that. It's a good song. I would have never guessed that, though. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Man, they love talking about Ross Perot in the show. They are, speaking of the treehouse, he's in the one where they fly the rocket into the sun. Oh, yes. That's a good episode. Nice. <laughs> MC Hammer. So, well, we have the captions on, so I'll tell you. So, when I was a kid, I was like, wait, what? What is he saying? What is MC Hammer oh, saying? Hey, proper. I didn't know that, like, okay. proper was his catchphrase. It'd be like, hey, proper. Like, if something was good. <laughs> and my dad explained that. I was like, that's dumb. Nice old school cookery. <laughs> Oh, right. That used to be a thing. Uh, isn't it I didn't do it? 
That was an early episode. Is that a callback to when Lisa was addicted to talking to Corey? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, look at this meme here. Say the line, Bart. I never thought I'd say this, but shouldn't we be learning something? Say the line, Bart! I didn't do it. Yeah! Which has, that has turned into a meme, where when yeah. anything is popular and gets the horses beaten, that meme will pop up I had a... as a reference to whatever is popular at the time. <laughs> I just put it in my head when you said the horse is beaten. I had a boss once. Uh, he, he didn't understand what the saying was. He's like, oh, instead of saying, uh, you know, uh, no sense beating a dead horse, he's like, well, no sense beating a horse to death. And I remember we just looked at each other like, I don't think that's the same. That's a vi more violent way of saying it. Yeah. Conan, yeah. It's crazy that a year ago, like almost to the, actually I should be to the day before this episode, he would have been just a writer on the show, and now he's taken over for Letterman. By this point in time, crazy, yeah. absolutely crazy. That just goes to show how talented he is. They nailed his hair flip too. His hair is brown in this. That was our last cold open. That was, yeah. yeah. What a line. Oh, yeah, okay. So Bart goes back onto this game show. Okay, so how many of these right. people... Jesus, we're almost there in 2034. I know, 2034. <laughs> um, how many of these people do you know? So we got Billy Crystal. Fair, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he looks like a scrub off the street. Lonnie Anderson. Spike Lee. And the head of Kitty... <laughs> the head of Kitty Carlisle. Okay, so... Quick, this quick, is before Futurama, yeah. Yeah, quick pause, Shane. How many of these five... Because sure. obviously new Bart is. How many of these five do you know? Do you know who... Because starting Billy Crystal. I know of Billy Crystal. Could you name a movie that Billy Crystal's been in? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh... Shoot, I've definitely watched movies with Billy Crystal. I just can't think name any right on Think the voice spot. actors. Think voice. Think little green guy. Little green guy. Little green like guy. From the Flintstones. No. Little green ball. Little green ball. Oh my God, Shane! Wait, this is our this is the running gag segment, I guess. Of Shane doesn't know pop culture, so here we go. This is <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I've failed this. Yeah. Um. Uh. Little, little green ball guy. Oh, Shane, come on. With Big Blue Guy. You're just naming big colors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's... That is... Was he? That's true, yeah. <laughs> but that's the hint. <laughs> this, well, it's not helping me. Um, Do you want the answer? No. Okay. I he, Wasn't he in a movie with... Um, Oh, no, he wasn't in P.S. I Love You. That was. I don't want to laugh it so hard, but it's, it's, it's great because I can see you trying to rack your brain, but you're not even close. Oh yeah, he was in Harry Met Sally. There you go. There you go. There's one. I I have watched that movie a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what movie I was but, talking about? The colors. No. Monsters Inc. He's Mike Wazowski. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you Okay, get... yeah, that guy is blue and he's big and that and guy is small and he is green. Yeah. Okay. So okay, you get you get a point for that. I'll give you that one. So you got one. Um one and a one. 
Next, do you know who Farrah Fawcett is? Uh, yes. And she was in? No, I don't know. Ah. Uh, uh, I not gonna, don't know. I'm not going to give you a point for that, because <laughs> by just saying yes, she, <laughs> she, was, uh, she was like a model. She was in Charlie's Angels, the original one. Um, oh, the original, original. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know who Lonnie Anderson is? No. Uh, another actress. Um, I couldn't for a million years name anything she was in. So, you know what? I'll, I'll just she you're one out of two spike lee yes do you what okay who's he who's he a big fan of what's his big team he's always there you know that the one team yeah the team he's always there he's always sitting there he's like at every game uh i think he got into a fight with reggie miller once hmm so what is it always so he's always at, what, like a basketball game or something? Yeah, oh, yeah, what? yeah, you got the sport right. You know the team? It's not the Raptors. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Knicks. He's a big Knicks super fan. Oh, sure. Um, okay. And then the last, Kitty Carlisle. I, uh, nothing. So I actually looked up who the hell this, because the other ones I, like, I kind of were familiar with, but Kitty Carlisle's like, who the hell is Kitty Carlisle? She was like an actress who made her original acting debut in I think like the 30s or 40s or something like that. Um... So the fact that her head is kind of in a jar, almost like a Disney situation, everything is, is isn't bad. So you know what, you, you did pretty well because some of these people are way, way out there. I don't understand why Billy Crystal will be on Match Game because he's like an A list celebrity. The others are oh yeah. Malcolm X, right? I did watch that movie. What Spike Lee directed that? Oh yes, yeah, yes. He directed. I was like, what are you talking? He's not. Where did you see Malcolm X? No, he's he's on this but, movie. Um, that you know, head in the jar thing mm-hmm. is like way before Futurama. Probably inspired it. Yeah. I would imagine so. All right, let's get back to the episode. We had our fun with quizzing Shane on pop culture and making him think on oh, the spot. Oh, yeah. If, uh, if this is your first time listening and why I don't know anything, it's because I really don't pay attention to pop culture. <laughs> Except when it's the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. You were hard into that. That was so entertaining. My dad used to ask me to walk on his back all the time. When I was like 10. Well, that's just like free massage. Yeah. That's a very hard thing to do. You're right, Mom. I shouldn't let this bother me. See, I don't know if I agree with Marge there. Like that that part of the advice. My job. This is a nice little Um, If he's being overworked and not paid, then I would say that, um, yeah. Performance of your life? The best performance of my life. Where is that lousy little pitcher? Bart! I love Krusty's suit. I want bright purple. Talks whatever it is. Yeah, that's quite the. And he's got a ruby instead of yeah, a, that's right, like oh, a rose. Yeah. 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 And that, that's what happened with Bazinga and all those other dumb catchphrases. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that, like, the Simpsons, as they, they poke fun of themselves at the end of this episode, there are some catchphrases, but, like, they don't say them a lot. They're mostly, like, on merch and stuff like that. Yeah, Eat My Shorts isn't said as much as you would think. No, it really isn't. I thought that's it for Doe, the show. Doe is said a lot, though. Yes. And that, but see, that wasn't even an intentional catchphrase. It's not like that was supposed. It just kind of happened. It's usually the things that happen naturally, or like like Bart here, right? It was that wasn't meant to happen, but it. 
<laughs> I love how he's like a like a hundred yards away or more and still heard that. Shane, I'll give you a million dollars right now if you can uh, quickly answer who sung uh, Kung Fu Fighting. Five, four, three, two, one. It's Carl Douglas. I was thinking Rush Hour 1. It's, it's, kind, it's kind of like uh, the B Sharps, right? Like how Homer was on top for a few weeks. and True. Excellent. <laughs> That's a good bit. Yeah. If anyone wants me, I'll be in my room. Yep. Homer's reply is just amazing. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That is great. Fantastic episode. Um, kind of similar to Homer the Vigilante in that it's more of a strong story than a jokey episode. The first act is by far the strongest. The box factory is just oh, amazing. Yeah. The, the rest of it kind of seems like the team, the Simpsons team, I mean, kind of poking fun at the overall life of show business and how mundane it can be. Um, True, because most of them have been writers on other shows. Right, yeah, so. like they, they know it all. They've been around. And so uh, it, it's a very good story, not as joke-heavy, but it, it keeps you entertained throughout in a variety of ways so i'm, I'm gonna dip my rating down just a bit just a bit to from a 9.5 to a 9.3 but still a very very strong the, the first act is so good that you could almost have two crappy acts after and it would still be almost like a, a 7.5 or an 8 just because of Fair. how good that the the box factory is what are you going with um i'm actually gonna go a little bit lower i'm gonna go all the way to a 9.1 and why is the that the first act is very good mm -hmm. And the other acts are kind of weak. Uh, it's a steady story. It's like a very slow, like, ember burn. Like, it never really, really gets you after the first act. Um, yeah, so it, it's a still a good episode. Um, it's kind of worth it for the first act. But after that point, uh, it's kind of meh. Okay, I see the you're coming from... The first act is so strong, though, that's still gets a nine right so it's a 9.1 and i see where you're coming from because in my head now thinking of what did i find most entertaining um everything is pretty well in the first act aside from homer's what kind of catchphrase was that right at the very end um what are you going with with your favorite gag though well it's kind of hard not to go with the box factory um which portion of the box factory? You can go with the whole I thing. I guess if you when want. he says that uh, he, they don't actually make the boxes there, it's done in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that I think is my favorite. That that is a, a solid, especially because like it's you know it's poor Flint, Michigan story, but like that's kind of a bum town, and so like it, the fact that one mundane job is passed on to another town for another mundane job um, is is pretty great. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Again, the box factory as well, but specifically mm -hmm. the, um, the, oh, they took that out when he says that made, this room makes, uh, it's like all the other rooms, but except this thing makes it special, but oh, they took that out. I, uh, <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. A great misdirection. Yeah. You're right. I think, 
I think I'm being actually a little too generous. I'll stick with my score, but I think I might actually be being a bit too generous. Um, yeah. It's season five. It's the Box Factory episode. You know, um, the first act is so strong. They just couldn't keep that momentum. Uh, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. But still uh, a very good episode. Good overall. episode. Yeah. Um, still a nine. Yeah. It's still, it's, it's still strong. But what gets stronger and ages like a fine wine for us anyways is when Shane does plug time. So Shane, take it away. Follow us on Twitter, Simpsons underscore EB. That's when we post when a new episode drops. Uh, that's how you interact with us, polls and such. Uh, you know, we always like to hear from from listeners. So please get at us there on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EB. Be mentioned on the show. Uh, most of you are listening to us on Spotify, uh, on your phones too. So on your phone, if you want to go to our page and follow us and rate us that'd be that'd be great there's also a comment section on spotify uh you can just you know what was your favorite gag from this was it just kind of like the first act like us like let us know it just takes a couple seconds we love feedback so yeah um and then yeah you can donate money to the show by clicking the link in the description called buy me a coffee you can donate whatever money you'd like to the show and to our coconut grandpa cause yeah, we're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get the original actor too. I think we've decided we're gonna like he, he's dead, so we'll have to you know dig him up from the grave, put him on some sticks and whatnot. But we'll we'll try. Yeah, find that that book that Bart and Lisa used to. to oh raise the yeah, dead. we could yeah we could we could raise the dead too. We've I've done it before, so we can do it again. So you know we're what, gonna do not, a Halloween episode. Yeah, we, we might do, do we might do a Halloween episode. Let's see. Yeah, we're, we're gonna put it out there on Twitter. See if. Anyone wants to hear a Halloween episode? I had a lot of fun doing the Christmas episode that we did last year. That was fun, um, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do a Halloween episode. We'll have to, we'll see. Stick around uh, for that one. But like Shane said, thanks for for sticking around for each and every episode. Um, like uh, like our friend, new friend Benji. There, we do this because we're fans, and we're glad that you're enjoying uh, every second with us along the way. And we're gonna keep doing it, and uh, we're gonna see you next time. For Homer versus Apu, that should be a, a fun yet interesting conversation off the top because we got a lot of stuff to say about that one. But to play us out, <clears throat> um, I love myself some Conan. So give me, uh, give, give an end here, Shane, with uh, a little Conan O'Brien love. Give him, we, we tried to get Conan on for this show. Um, he replied, he said, absolutely not in a million years. Uh, no, he didn't actually, <laughs> he, you know, that was a long shot, but. Um, give us give us a little Conan love here. Give us a line or sure. a bit or something like that for our favorite redhead. Oh, I know that gets under Shane's skin. I'm just gonna say we're out of here. We're not even gonna give a chance for guy. We're just done. We're just done. Next time, Shane is gonna chance to reply. See you for the next one. I was there. Uh, I don't see. I'm my Simpsons fans know everything, mm. and they get upset that I don't know it because I was there, and I was there. You know, in a fairly early stage, considering how long it's run. But we um, would watch the episodes hundreds of times, whereas you probably just wrote we were, and We would it work and... on those ones. But uh, yeah, what would happen is you would pitch a concept for an episode. So I would go and I'd say, here's what I think should happen. And I would have all these beats for an episode and ideas for an episode. And if they liked it, they would. there was a little gong in the room and they would, you'd do this once a year and uh, they would 
literally, if they left and the the executive producer was really laughing, someone would get up and bang the gong and say, no. like, that's going to be an episode. And I remembered uh, the couple of times that they banged the gong when I said my episode and I my episodes, and I was so excited. Were then, you doing late night then, or you no, went from? Oh no, God no, no. Late night is you because they. To... St- I remember an episode where they rip you on it. And you were a late, late night yes. host on it. But so yeah. you would just homage. come on. It was an homage. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a rip. <laughs> Those are my friends. They would never do that to me. They're, <laughs> they're comedy writers. They're very kind. Um, <laughs>